Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Nathan Yinomiya, and this is episode two of the Search Podcast. So something I didn't I realized I didn't really cover in the previous episode is that you've probably noticed this podcast has gone through a rebrand. Um, previously, this podcast was almost creatives with myself and Kevin Salinas, and now it is just a solo host podcast with just me. Obviously, our last episode was three months ago, and it was actually just kind of around the same time where things started picking back up uh, in the, f- the photography, videography kind of freelance world. Uh, people were getting married again, people were booking shoots, and so both of us got pretty busy with our own work, and you know, on top of that, we were both working part-time editing videos for a company, and it just, you know, a lot of time commitment, a lot of just general overall like commitment was invested into this project. But, you know, with all of that, like, all of our other businesses kind of starting to take off, we both kind of, kind of, like, I guess, non-verbally decided that it would be better to put this project on pause. And, yeah. One of the things, though, that I did notice after going through the kind of the previous episodes of Almost Creatives is I definitely realized that I could have gone more in-depth with a lot of the topics that we did cover. Uh, so as I start to kind of build this routine of getting back into podcasting and such, you know, just kind of as some... I guess, easy test, whatever it is, podcast to start off, you know, I'm just going to dive into those topics again, maybe share some more thoughts and other ideas that I've had, you know, maybe since whatever, when we recorded them three or four months ago. So starting with our last episode of Almost Creatives, which is where we talked about finding creative friends, uh, most of what we covered in that podcast focused a lot on like using social media to build your circle. And that was at a pretty kind of like local scale, you know. Obviously, like I said, my story and that is that, you know, I went to Disneyland a lot, uh, started a separate Instagram page for that, and ended up just kind of finding my own circle of people that way, you know? And since then, that circle of people, you know, we've gone on road trips together, we've shot and worked gigs together, and just done a lot of growing and, like, as artists and people. Um, But like I said, it's just that episode we talked a lot about finding people, rather than like really building that community and building those strong relationships. So I think the most important part in building a creative community and like building strong creative like friendships and such is just having the same intentions as the rest of the people in your circle. You know, I mean, initially when you find like a community that you kind of want to like tap into, you're going to make a bunch of more friends than you're ever going to be able to count. And like you know, because you're new to it, and, like, everyone wants to be your friend, and you want to be everyone's friend, and, like, you're really looking for those kinds of people that really align with your values and your ideas, and to do that, you have to make a lot of connections initially, so, you know, but after some time, you kind of learn more and more about these people, and you kind of start to narrow it down a bit, so kind of going back to my entire Disney corner of Instagram example, um, something that I kind of was, like, when I was starting off and like that community was just, I honestly followed a bunch of people, was just messaging a bunch of people, meeting up with a lot of people and all of that, you know, and one of the people I connected to, he had a little kind of like Disney YouTube page where he posted little vlogs and little videos and stuff like that. And, you know, at the time I was like, oh dude, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. You know, um, it's pretty cool just to like, meet people who are interested in making videos and not just that like a daily vlog like as much content as I can get out kind of scale of things you know and he kept on talking to me about like you know how he wanted to revamp his YouTube intro and like make it better and just like 
build that you know YouTube intro to be something really like cool and like different than the rest of like the other I guess Disney vloggers in a sense you know and we talked about it um, started like getting to the drawing board talking about ideas and stuff and he was asking me to film it and like whether and then he kind of like started asking me whether or not he could use like my footage that I'd used in like previous videos to create like you know his YouTube intro and stuff and I wasn't like super comfortable with that and then so but you know I said hey like I'd be willing to do that you know at a cost um, obviously because I kind of felt like he was asking to license footage not just from like my time going to Disneyland but also like other places and stuff and I was like well I can license that footage to you at a cost you know it'll cost you this much money and then if you want me to edit it all together too then like it'll cost you that much and for lack of better term he just basically ghosted vanished was like well and then later I kind of found out was from kind of like a mutual friend was that he really didn't think it was cool that I wanted to charge him for that and which like you know I thought was something that we had agreed upon in the first place but you know it's kind of frustrating when you meet someone else who like markets themselves as another creative and a lot of the times you know they're not willing to pay the cost or whatever because you know whether or not that was something that for this project specifically you know he wanted to use my footage from other projects and other videos that I did he wanted to use a lot of that and inc incorporate that into his brand and you know like it didn't really make sense to me that he wanted he was expecting me to do that for free so I mean the conversation just kind of ended there but like that's just kind of like one example of like initially I found someone in this community who I thought you know oh hey we'll be friends and then ended up being like a completely different like oh you totally had a different like motive for this friendship or you had totally had a different like idea of like you know where you wanted to go with this and I also kind of realized at that point was like any genuine friends I'm going to find within this community are going to be people who I mean even whether or not they're willing to pay or not wasn't really the issue but they're going to the people who really want I really wanted to connect with we're gonna be people who would ask me for advice, but they wouldn't just try to source me out to create whatever video for them, you know? And best example of that is Peter, who is you know, one of my closest friends now. Um, when we first met up, like we were basically just like, honestly, Peter and I are two of the most awkward people you're ever gonna meet in person. And uh, you know, we had some really like small talk and stuff and we found, but then we found out, you know, like or I found out that Peter lives in Oakhurst, which is just like right adjacent to Yosemite. And it was like, you know, after that, we just like, oh my gosh, like I love Yosemite. Yosemite is one of my favorite places to go, you know? And we ended up just striking up this really real conversation about, you know, like traveling and taking photos and like, not even just like, you know, Disney or photography in general, but just traveling and like going to these cool national parks and going all these places in the world and how that was something that like, we were both very like passionate about and fast forward to now which is maybe like about a year and a half later you know we've gone on a bunch of road trips together we went to Arizona twice uh, we went on like a 10-day Oregon trip we actually just shot a wedding together and on top of that I've gone up to Yosemite and like hung out in Yosemite Park National Park with him like three or four times you know and it's just been this really cool experience where you know we 
when I look back on it, we were just two people who just kind of had like a really awkward first conversation that ended up, you know, forming this really strong friendship where he's someone that basically whenever I finish any sort of video, photo, project, whatever it is, he's someone that I go to for a lot of my like, hey, like, can you give me some feedback on this? Hey, can you hit me with some constructive criticism? And that's something that like, you know, it's really like a level of friendship that I value so much more than like any sort of casual friendship. And I think to key that in, like you have to find the people who are in it for the same reasons as you at heart, you know? So another example was this past summer, I mean, obviously 2020 kind of hit everyone like a wrecking ball and like, you know, changed a lot of our perspectives. And in the beginning of quarantine, like in March, everyone just shut down, nobody knew what to do. And then, you know, I was still pretty lucky as like a creative to still have like, be able to edit videos and source some income from that, you know, for a company. And it was whatever, you know, I was doing that part time and trying to like, I guess, basically stay afloat um, for the first couple months. And then eventually it kind of led into like a, hey, like I've spent two months watched everything on Netflix that I could possibly be interested in, you know, maybe it's time that I get off my ass and, you know, start figuring out a way to make the rest of this year successful and then plan ahead for next year and whatever years after that, you know. Um, and so I kind of like stumbled across this like old episode of this podcast that I've been listening to. Uh, it's called Purpose in the Youth with Bobby Hobart. It is now discontinued. And he has a new podcast called It's the Bearded Man with Bobby. But, like, Bob A, I think it's how he says it. Um, but, yeah, so one of his episodes was with this guy named Zach Kravitz, who was a bodybuilder turned filmmaker turned creative entrepreneur. And, you know, it's pretty wild, like, combination right there. You know, I don't even remember what I just said. Uh, but he basically had this business course, and he was teaching and, like, coaching creatives into turning their businesses into six-figure businesses and stuff like that and, like, finding success as a creative entrepreneur, you know. And obviously there's a bunch of courses out there like that, but I ended up choosing this one mostly because, one, I kind of got to hear more about Zach's, like, personal story uh, through this podcast. He has his own podcast called Ramblin' Radio. Listened to a few episodes of that and, like, you know, found a lot of really good creative advice there. And then finally... He also hosts a two-day live event for his um, the people in the Creators Blueprint, and that's basically everyone comes out to LA, and you know he hosts like a two-day workshop where we could connect with people uh, within our own like Creators Blueprint classes, and that was like something that really sold me on that going forward. And you know, at first, I got. I think it was like whatever, like 40, 50 followers on Instagram from other people in this like business course. Uh, we started an Instagram group chat and, you know, to that end, it ended up being a way for me to connect with people, not just around the country and like such, but across the world even. And, you know, none of us in this creator's blueprint, like this whatever class of the creator's blueprint necessarily have like the same goals or even like the same creative focus. Uh, but we all wanted to, like, improve and grow our businesses as creatives. And to this day, it's, like, a circle that, you know, within our group chat, we can message each other for advice. You know, we've met up with, some of us have met up with each other, built community. You know, it's just something that, like, 
we can build and like get feedback and it's not just, oh, we're in it to like, you know, let me get likes on this, let me get likes on that kind of thing. You know, it's just this big community and I think we, well, a couple of us have some big plans to collaborate once travel opens up again and I'm pretty stoked for that. But anyways, kind of going back to the entire like, it's not like, it wasn't like a group chat to like share likes or whatever, you know. Um, and this kind of will tie into everything is that authenticity is the key to building strong friendships in my opinion. Uh, you can't really build these real connections if you're not yourself and that's gonna stand true in any situation, not just in like within creative friendships. Uh, to some end, like the law of attraction is real and you're gonna attract the things that you put out there into the universe, you know? If you're posting landscapes, for example, chances are you're not gonna book a ton of portrait work because you're putting out a bunch of landscape work. Uh, and just kind of in the same way on like a different scale, you know, if you're only in it for followers or whatever social media statistics, you're gonna attract other social media obsessed people. You know, people can tell even over like social media after some time that they can, people can tell what you're in it for and like whether or not you're an authentic person. You know, and if you're only in it for the money, chances are you're gonna attract a lot of small paying clients rather than telling a story worth telling. You know, and I think that, and I'm just as guilty of this as anyone, people put too much stock into the numbers. You know, creatives especially, and you know, like I said, I'm just as much guilty as this. Uh, but we put so much like stock into these numbers, like maybe it's not necessarily the likes or the followers of subscribers anymore, uh, just because I feel like that's kind of been broken, you know, open by the entire like, oh, there's bots everywhere and like stuff like that. But people put so much stock into like how much content a person puts out, you know, how often they're posting on their stories or how much they're posting in general and stuff like that. And it just harbors this really like, negative mindset of you know hey I'm not gonna ever find my creative circle or like creative friends because this person's already well you know friends with this person and like that's like their own little clique and we're not gonna find like I'm not gonna be able to find like you know a way into that circle you know and for a moment on like Twitter I was added to this Twitter group chat where all they did was share the content they posted and then just ask everyone else in the group chat to retweet and share their posts. And I remember I got called out at one point because I wasn't retweeting anything. And I was just kind of like, you know, maybe I don't necessarily love the work, you know? And it's like, obviously I'm all for like uplifting, you know, my friends and stuff. But like to this end, like I hadn't made any connections with any of these people. It was just hey, you're in this group chat now. We're all just going to engage with each other's work and like share it as much as possible to defeat the algorithm or whatever. And I just kind of abandoned that chat pretty quickly because like it wasn't about forging real connections and real friendships. And that's just something that I, you know, didn't want to be about with that group chat. So if you want to build like real connections, it's not going to be through engagement group chats. It's going to be reaching out to people to inspire you you know, who create work that resonates with you and investing your time into those people. You know, for example, like, one of my favorite photographers, you know, I literally love all of his work, you know, and I think it's just been very, like, impactful for me. And, you know, I've responded to some of his stories, and it, 
at the beginning, I just sound like such a fanboy, for lack of a better term. Um, but then it was like, we had this conversation, and I think it came from like him posting something like, hey, like, is money like the final object? It's like whatever, money the final goal or whatever, you know? Is like money the object of happiness? Something like that. Um, and then like we had this like really real authentic conversation about it. And part of that conversation was like me even like referencing some of his work and being like, or like his stories and being like, hey, like, you know, like I think you mentioned this the other day. And it shows to people like this, like this person who ended up following me back after that conversation. It shows him, it showed him that like, you know, I was someone who was invested in him and in his brand and like in his work and stuff like that, you know. I wasn't just gonna be like trying to hop into his like circle of people and like tap into his network and like blow up or whatever, you know. It was just, hey, like I really genuinely, you know, am invested in you and your brand and your work and like everything about you, you know, it's like it's something that I resonate with and I'm trying to surround myself with those kinds of people and I think he understood that, you know, after I was like bringing up things that, you know, he had mentioned in his previous stories or in his previous work. Real connections also just being able to receive criticism from those in your circle and it's being able to share in the successes of others. I think like, you know, going back to like the Peter example, like he's someone that I go to for a lot of, you know, my constructive criticism. Same with other friends, you know, even ones that aren't necessarily in the creative like niche. I'm like going to them and asking them for advice, asking them for, you know, their constructive criticism. And even when they're successful with like whatever there is that they feel like they have purpose with, I'm sharing with that success. You know, like when Peter and I shot that wedding together, it was his first wedding and like it was just so cool for me to like be a part of that. Like I'm so glad that I got to be a part of that experience for him. And like it was just this really cool overall experience for both of us. Um, and being able to share that success with him was just like this peak rush of just like, you know, I don't know, like this really happy feeling for both of us, I think. And then it's just also about being able to bond over things beyond just that initial connection. You know, if you really want to build strong, creative friendships, you have to have shared purpose. That's how you're going to build your creative circle. So that's it for this week. Uh, next week, I'll probably cover another topic we touched on in Almost Creatives. But for now, if you can just share this podcast to your story, or better yet, even just share it directly with someone that you think might benefit from this, you know, that would be huge. And I'll be super thankful for that because that's honestly the best way to grow this podcast organically, you know. And if at any point you enjoyed any part of this episode, please hop on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, leave us a couple sentences, you know, there's no necessarily like podcast algorithm or whatever, but it does help a lot when like new listeners are like tuning into this podcast and like they can go to the reviews and see, you know, oh, here's like some people who can actually like vouch for that and like give give me credibility for that, you know. Um, and on top of that, gives me a little bit of a serotonin rush, not gonna lie. Makes me really happy to see new pod or whatever, new reviews on the podcast and all that. So... All right, until next week, see ya.